I'm attorney Justin Clark. Coming up just ahead on You Have Real Estate, it seems there are four ways to sell your house. Which way is best? And should you ever consider selling your home to one of these I buyers? This is all just ahead if you have real estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first time home buyer, seasoned investor, or looking to sell your home, this next 30 minutes is designed for you. Think of it like hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room. With my attorney advice throughout the way, plenty of ways to reach out. We have people standing by right now to show you houses, to get you pre approved to buy a house. All you have to do, it's very simple 407 205. 0400. I also have people standing by to answer your questions via the website, which is youhavepower.com. We're going to show some awesome houses. We're going to talk about the best ways to sell your house. But before we do that, it's time for my opening statement. People ask me every single day, Justin, I'm trying to sell my house. What is the best way to sell my house? And really, we've narrowed it down to four different ways people go about selling their home. The first way, the for sale by owner, FISBO as it's called. That's one way, and we'll talk about that in more detail in just a minute. Two, traditional way. You hire a real estate agent, they list the house, and you sell it that way. Number three, and this is sort of the new way to sell a house, which I'm going to advise against here in a minute, but it's called the iBuyer, open door. Offer pad. I think Zillow's even doing it now. The iBuyer way of selling your home. And then lastly, it's it's the investor. You sell the house to an investor. You've seen the signs, we buy ugly houses, right? So that's another way to sell your house as well. So let's talk about these four ways and the positives and negatives of selling your house through each way. Number one, feasible, right? For sale by owner. You go to Ace Hardware, you buy a for sale sign, you put it in your yard and try to sell it that way. Be very, very careful. Don't do this. I have people in my office all the time who are coming in saying, I want to sue this seller, Justin. They didn't tell me about this water damage. They didn't tell me about the mold behind the wall. Be very careful if you're going to sell your house this way. Also, look, are you going to get maximum value for your house if you sell it? I realize what you're trying to do. I get it. You're trying to not pay the real estate commission, right? But do you realize we live in a market that has tons of international buyers that we can reach via MLS? If you hire an agent, almost every time, the agent's going to pay for themselves and probably put more money in your pocket net at the end of the day. So be very careful with the for sale by owner. Look, I want Ace Hardware to get your $29.99 for the sign. That's fine. But I don't want you to lose out on thousands of dollars that you could have made if you hired a real estate agent. Number two the traditional way. You hire a realtor. They're going to protect you. They have access to MLS. They have access to the international buyers. A lot of them are great negotiators, believe it or not. They really know how to get maximum value for your home, and it really is going to protect you from getting sued down the road. Number three is the iBuyer. This is the open door. This is the offer pad. Generally speaking, I don't like it. I mean, they're, they're really just trying to buy your house and make a profit off of you. But I understand you think, well, there's some stuff wrong with my house. I can sell it to Open Door and they're not going to find out. Not true. Look, Open Door does inspections just like any regular buyer is going to do. So don't think you can sneak it by them. They're going to come do inspections, probably even a more in-depth inspection than a regular buyer 
and the closing costs are the same, if not more. So I don't see a whole lot of advantages with this whole iBuyer routine. So be very careful if you're going to try to sell your house through the new iBuyers. Those are open door offer pad and some other ones that are popping up here recently. Lastly, the investor. You're going to sell the house directly to the investor. We've seen the signs on the side of the road. We'll buy your house. We don't care about what condition. So what are the positives and negatives and when would you want to look at selling your house directly to an investor? We're going to talk about that here in just a moment. It's time for our real question segment for today. Each Saturday here on You Have Real Estate, we ask real estate questions to some of the truly trend-setting people in the real estate market in Central Florida. Today, we have two very, very special guests. To my left, it is Farah Bloom. She's with Keller Williams Winter Park. And then I have John Patton as well with Cash Home Buyer Florida. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank How you. are you? Thank, Thank you for having me. Sorry for the delayed start today a little <laughs> okay, bit, right? No but you both look great. So let me ask Thank you this, you. John, because you are an investor. You right. buy houses from people directly. Right. I mean, you're the investor guy in some ways right. that I was talking about in number four. When would I want to sell my house to someone like you? Well, there's any number of uh, situations which you might want to give us a call. It could be uh, any, of, um, any of life's different problems. It could be that you're facing foreclosure. You might be going through a divorce. Uh, you might need a short sale. Um, you may be relocating because uh, uh, you've got a job transfer and you need to go somewhere else. And you don't have a lot of time. The time is, the clock is ticking. So we are a resource for you to be able to sell your, sell your home quickly for cash so you can move on with your life. Gotcha. How does that really compare to the iBuyer that I was talking about earlier? Well, it's a little bit different. You know, those are very big companies. Um, I, I, I think that if you're gonna deal with an investor, it's better to deal with an investor that is also licensed in real estate. I'm a licensed real estate professional in the state of Florida, first of all. Second of all, I live in the state of Florida and I've done business in the state of Florida for 30 years. Um, those companies are mostly conglomerates that are uh, out of the state of Florida, and they're just making blind offers on houses all over the United States with complete disregard to your personal situation. They have no idea what you're going through. Fair. So, yeah. No, please. Yeah, and I'm just saying that we, we're not just offering to buy the house, we're also consultative. You know, we're offering creative solutions to help you get out of the bad situation and then most times walk away with cash. So Farrah Bloom, you have obviously seen this whole proliferation of the iBuyer recently, the offer yes. pad, the open door, the Zillow I think is getting in the business a little bit as well. What's been your experience with these? I would say it's not for everyone. I mean, I think there are different situations where people may need this service. Um, I tend to lean towards what you do, though, because I mm -hmm. think I agree with you. You get more of that one-on-one -on -one with someone. They're looking right. you in the eye and dealing with that. Um, the thing that I find is that it takes days to get certain things done, and you end up talking to... I think I talked to six people on my last open door transaction. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had a situation where we went in to do our final walk and the um, oven wasn't working and we weren't going to close that way. Well, it ended up getting delayed by four days because they we were like, we're not going to close without the oven fix. Right. Absolutely not. And it took four days just to get an answer and then another day to get the addendum done. So it, it really delayed things. Right. You know, it's almost like selling your biggest asset or buying your biggest asset through a 1-800 number in a way. It doesn't exactly. feel very natural to me. 
Yeah. Right? And what is the closing time typically if someone is trying to sell a house through an open door? Have you seen? I mean, is this 15 days? Is it 30? Is it two? What's sort of the average close time? Well, this last one, we were the buyers mm-hmm. um, on it. So it was an average timeline, like probably 30, 40 days. Um, I, although I do know that on the buyer or on the selling side, I mean, it can take a little bit longer. Um, you, they kind of usually pitch like, well, you can go out and find a house while mm-hmm. we're waiting, you know, and then we'll close when you want to. But then you have to go all through all this rigmarole to get that done. Gotcha. What, what sort of closing costs do we have? I'll, I'll go with you, John Patton. If I'm selling to an investor, so n- not the I buyer, not traditional, I'm selling to someone like you. What do my closing costs look like as the seller? As a seller, well, if, if, if I'm going to buy the house from you, typically I'm going to take care of all of the commissions and the typical and customary closing costs. Okay, so, so there's savings for you there. Um, so that's really the advantage of buying from someone like myself. Also, the second thing is that we don't have to wait for bank approval and we have cash and we're able to, uh, to pay cash and close quickly, so. What about back to the iBuyer? What are the closing costs? Because I think people say, well, I'm selling to some computer basically here, so I shouldn't have to pay any closing costs. That's not true, is it? No, there's, um, I actually recently looked at one for a client. I'm helping them buy. They had already decided that that was a better option for them. And I can't, you know, it's up to them to make their own decisions about mm-hmm. how they want to list their property. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did look over the contract and I do know they were, they were, sending they were crediting back probably over forty thousand dollars to um the actual company um for their for the closing costs for Mm. their commissions right um and that just seems excessive on i think it was like a three hundred eighty thousand dollar house i think it's safe to say that sometimes when you buy a house through this computer through this Mm -hmm. like server farm essentially in california your closing costs can actually be more yes. than a regular transaction, which is crazy to me. Right. Yes. And then you're telling me time frames, you're looking at 30, 40 days. How long does it take to close a traditional deal? 30, 40 days, right? right. I mean, what is the, the benefit to using an iBuyer? Can anyone give me a benefit, please? The only thing I can think of for as far as for selling is that the, the versatile timing. Now you have to kind of give them enough time to adjust the timing, but they will mm-hmm. hold on to your contract for a couple of months. Um, and then when you find a house, then they will coordinate the closing with you. Right. So the one up is that you don't have to borrow money for your down payment. You can do a simultaneous close with them. But I, I mean, I've done many simultaneous closes. So I think people don't realize that it's totally doable as an agent to set mm-hmm. that up for your client. And, and get, provide that for them, right. too. And you'll pay less commission. Yeah. Right. What about times, time frames for you, John Patton? I'm going to sell a house to you, to your investment company, Cash Home Buyer Florida. How long does it take? It could be as, as soon as seven days. It could be as long as a month. It just depends on uh, whether or not there are, are title lien issues on the house that need to be resolved by the title company. Um, if, if a property has got clear, free and clear title, there's no encumbrances at all, and there's proof of that, well, we could close right away. It could be five to seven days. Right. Wow. So it just, it just really depends on the, the situation. Gotcha. You know? Now, obviously, Farah, you know a lot of people out there do try to sell the house themselves first, the, the yes. for sale by owner type of thing. What are some of the benefits of hiring a local real estate agent, like I always suggest, versus mm-hmm. for sale by owner? Again, the trip to Ace Hardware to buy the, the, the for sale sign in the front yard type of analogy. What are the benefits to hiring an agent? 
Honestly, there's so many. I mean, I've worked with for sale by owners and I, I understand their intention, but mm-hmm. oftentimes they're way off price. So they're already stigmatizing their property. They'll put a sign up on the street and it's like week after week, people are driving right. by it. I mean, it's usually overpriced. The other thing too is that you're getting someone who knows the market and knows the area. I have tons, thankfully, beautiful relationships with a lot of the realtors mm-hmm. in my area. When I have a listing, I don't just pop it on the MLS. I'm calling these agents, I'm marketing it, I'm doing a broker's open. So I'm bringing in all the people that are selling the homes in these areas right into your home. And I know them and I know they're licensed realtors. Right. Um, when you're trying to do a for sale banner, you're literally letting perfect strangers in your home without any kind of credentials or way mm. of checking on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so. and, and, and we've seen some of the brokers opens that you have, and you probably spend $500 of your own money on, on food and, and getting mm-hmm. the house prepared. But then I see these agents out there who say, I will sell your house for $500. Who are these people? <laughs> well, I mean, I think you know, this is a free market and people can do things the way that they want. Usually you're not going to get much for that. I mean, usually they're just going to put you on the, on the MLS um, and hope for the best and that and that is one approach but I mean we do we do so much to market our properties because we want to get them sold and we are motivated to get them sold we do staging I mean you're not going to get that with a um, with a $500 or right. 1% or something like that so. are, are there a lot of those people out there I don't know I, I don't are. know how I don't understand the business model at all yeah. but yeah. Well, I, they I, work on volume so you're not going to get that personalized service as much and you're not right. going to get as much um, communication as you may may need right. um, from that type of listing. Uh-huh. John Patton, before the show, you told me that you work with homeowners who are going through problems. Right. What do you mean by that? Well, it could be a situation where, uh, let's say, a family's inherited a property and uh, they need to probate. Um, a lot of times we can pay, pay for most of or all of the probate uh, for the family um, in order to get them through that and also you know in that process they're selling the house to us so we um you know whether it's probate uh whether it's foreclosure whether you need a short sale you know i always like to recommend the folks even though i'm a real estate investor that you know you should have good counsel you know um you know just don't rely on on me you know like we mentioned earlier in the show this is like you know your biggest and most important asset and that's where, you know, Justin comes in with his team. Mm-hmm. You know, they handle all those areas of the law. Yeah. I mean, I think we represented some 20,000 people actually through the right. foreclosure process since 2007, really, yeah. is when we first started really seeing them. But right. what are you two seeing out there now? Are you seeing new foreclosures? Are you seeing short sales? Um, a few here and there, but not like it was. I mean, I went through that market and it was uh, hard to watch sometimes uh, for mm-hmm. people. And um, we are just, but there are, they are out there. And I think, too, there is more of a presence of what you do now, too, right. um, where people do have that option. And I've, you know, also worked with, with investor uh-huh. buyers. And, you know, sometimes we can set up a sale on their home that sure. they need to sell immediately. And then I go out and I find them a house. Right. So we can all work together on that. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of that, so when someone's selling the house to you, John, may, you know, you're, you're an investor. You're buying right. it directly. You're paying cash, obviously. Right. So it happens fast. But what are some of the issues in the house? Right. Uh, so, you know, whether it's kitchen is bad. Is it the right. roof? Like, what are some of the issues in the house that I don't feel like fixing? I might not have the money to repair right. that you would come in and buy it. What are some issues you typically see? Well, well, when I'm buying properties, you know, I'm going to be buying properties that are either, um, I wouldn't say they're functionally obsolescent, but they're dated or there's some serious issues. Like mm-hmm. there's roof issues, there's foundation, there's plumbing. 
Uh, it could be any issue like that. Even uh, properties that sometimes will have liens and code violations that, that have accrued fines over the years that a uh, homeowner doesn't want to deal with, very often I'll buy those properties and what I'll do is I'll no negotiate with a municipality to reduce the, um, the fine you know, that's on the particular property or correct the violation. So, so I'm really typically looking for properties that are in that type of condition. I mean, if, a fo if folks, I get there and I say to myself, wow, the, you know, this house really, you shouldn't be selling your house to an investor. This is really a retail house then um you know I, I can list the property for them you know mm -hmm. because i'm going to assess it you know if it looks like something a property that i can buy and fix and make a profit on because that's what my business is right um or sell to another investor i'm going to do it but if i see that it's a retail deal and the house is really nice I'm just going to suggest that we list it and get the highest possible price on the multi-listing system. So you're looking at it both ways. You're not just yeah. every deal coming in saying, oh, I want to pay you cash and run no. and try to make as much profit off of this no. deal as I can. If you think someone can sell it traditionally, you're going to go that route. Yeah, I'm, it's a, like, like we said before, I mean, it's a consult, consultative process. And um, I, you know, I have to sleep at night, and yeah. I, I need to be able to put my head on the pillow and know that I did the right thing. You know, yeah. so uh, I'd rather, you know, that's how I run my life and my business, and um, th that's just how it is, and that's how I, I, I handle it. Beautiful. And right. speaking of then traditional sales and, and mm -hmm. time it takes, how long are houses typically staying on the market now before we get an offer? It just depends on the area and the condition of the home. Um, I agree with you, you know, there are different options and I love that you have that take on it because I have dealt with investors and they just buy and, right. and turn them over and I mm -hmm. love that you kind of have that extra aspect Thanks. too. Um, we, I do something similar, like we will, you know, suggest things that need to be fixed and move it into um, staging and put it on the market. So if a home is looking move-in ready, and if people are willing to put a little bit of time into getting that ready, and we, we do as well, right. um, they're, they're selling within days. I mean, we're mm -hmm. still seeing that. But if it's priced wrong or it still needs a lot of work, it's going to probably take a little longer, more like 30 to 90 right, days. Right. So we prepare our clients for that, depending on the level of comfort they have for the amount of work they want they want us to come mm -hmm. work with them on. And mm -hmm. I can tell you both care. And you care for a lot of reasons. You care, number one, because you care. But you also care, number two, because if you do a bad job or you treat people poorly, they'll go put some reviews out there against <laughs> right. you. Reputation's everything. Does anyone want to take a wild guess as to who is not appearing on Yelp? because of all their bad reviews, and Yelp has taken them down. Ooh. Oh. Open Door. Is that right? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Open Door and OfferPad have both been taken off of Yelp. Wow. wow. For what I reason, we're not exactly sure. Didn't know but that. I've heard that maybe there was some investment for maybe someone who owns Yelp, and uh, uh -huh. they're not even showing up there anymore. Can wow. you believe that? Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Farrah Bloom, Keller Williams, Winter Park, John Patton, Cash Home Buyer, Florida. Are you ready to take a couple of tours of some amazing properties here, Farah? Yes, we Let's are. Let's do that. All right, Phil Deems, producer extraordinaire. Let's go to Maitland and let's hit Druid Road, Farah. Tell me a little bit about this property. Um, it's what we call um, an atomic ranch. Um, it has about. Hold on, atomic ranch. Yes. You, you, you must elaborate. It just means it's big. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boom. Um, it's on a nice piece of property. It has over 3,700 square feet. It's a three bedroom, two bath. And if you see, if you notice, it's in a mid century modern feel. And um, it's just beautiful. It has such neat uh, features down to the fireplace. 
Um, they rehabbed the terrazzo floors and the lights. I mean, you can't ask for more than that. I mean, have you ever been in those dark homes? Yeah. Just, yeah. So it's oh. a beautiful, unique home. Um, if you if you don't want something cookie cutter, this is definitely the home for you. So Maitland's sort of, you know, Winter Park, Orlando, kind of in the middle. What part of Maitland is this? Um, this is in 32751. Um, it's kind of, I guess, in the middle, I would say. Okay. And it's a, it's just near everything that you want to be near. There's restaurants, gyms, uh, grocery shopping, uh, nightlife. So you can't beat the location. Beautiful. And what is the price point here on Druid Road? What are we asking? So you're getting over 3,700 square feet for 435. Oh, wow. If you have any questions about this property, we'll hook you up with Farrah Bloom right now. 407-205-0400. And before you start your house hunt, we want you to get pre-approved as well. I have mortgage brokers standing by to get you pre-approved immediately at 407 407- Two zero five zero four zero zero. One more property to tour, Farah. Let's go down to Baldwin Park. This yes. is Meeting Place. I was down there yesterday. Tell me about Meeting Place. Well, Meeting Place is, is obviously located in Baldwin Park. Baldwin Park is such a special area. It's walkable. A lot of people have dogs and kids. You can walk down and have a glass of wine and walk back home and see about five to ten people that you know. So it's a very social neighborhood. I used to live there. I now live five minutes from there, and it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, we have a luxury townhome there with uh, tons of upgrades. It actually has a bedroom on the bottom floor. So you can actually have like a family member or if you have children, you're, you could have a nanny that lived down there. There's a, f- a walk-in closet and a full bathroom. On the second floor, you can see this beautiful living area. And then on the top, there's the master bedroom and another bedroom. Um, and it's only, we, it's only 450. Oh yeah, so, that's yeah. pretty good down there. Yeah, three bedroom, three bath. And, and I guarantee you, if you look at the mortgage payment on mm-hmm. 450 versus what someone's going to charge to rent that place, right. your mortgage payment's going to be significantly less than mm-hmm. you would pay for rent. Yeah, the rental pr- prices in Baldwin are pretty high because right. of the lifestyle that you get. Um, um, so sometimes it is better to buy, in my opinion. Um, this one, this location can't be beat. You can walk to downtown from there in five minutes, and then out front it's a green yeah. um, where they actually do some events. So you almost feel like you're in a single-family home, even though you're in a townhome. And speak it to that a little bit, because sometimes I think people are scared off by condos, right? Mm-hmm. What are the differences really in a townhome and condo? Would you say? I think a townhome just feels more like a home. A condo is going to feel a little bit more like an apartment. Um, with the townhome, you know, you either have a small yard or, as you can see, there's uh, patios and porches on the front and the back. Um, and you still get the exterior of the home taken care of. Right. You're only sharing a wall with people on each side, and it's it's very well insulated. Uh, you know, sometimes we get scared off by HOA fees. How do you see HOA fees comparing when, when you compare a townhouse to a condo? Well, it's really a lifestyle choice. You know, if you like to go out there and paint your house and mow your lawn and <laughs> do all that stuff, and, and you're kind of a homebody and that's your thing, then that's great. And I have a single-family home district <laughs> that I can find you in Baldwin, no problem. Um, but, you know... This is for the active lifestyle, and you don't have to take care of the exterior of the home. You can just enjoy the inside and enjoy everything. And it's a minimal cost compared to a lot of areas. Yeah. If you have any questions about either one of these properties, you would like to go see them, I'll hook you up immediately with Farah. All you have to do is call 407 205 0400. Farah Bloom, John Patton. 
Yes, Thank sir. you guys so much. You're going to stick around for the real estate roundtable, I hope, right? Yes, yes. that'd be great. All Thank right. you. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it is time for today's edition of the Real Estate Roundtable. If you have any questions about anything we talked about today, all you have to do is go to my website, youhavepower.com, y-o-u-havepower.com. Ask me a question right there, and we might just address them on next week's edition of You Have Real Estate. All right, let's go to Sophia up in Lake Mary. Who pays closing cost when I use Open Door? Fair Bloom. I believe the, well, I know that the seller pays it um, and they sell it, they pay it, credit it to them at closing. Gotcha. Yeah. Philip in Dallas, watching over on Facebook at You Have Real Estate. Thanks for watching, Philip, all the way in Dallas. He says, Justin, you always say to stay away from FISBOs. Why? What do you guys think? Uh, first of all, I feel that FISBOs are very unrealistic. They're not motivated. We very rarely ever buy properties, at least I do, from people that have FISBOs. Um, the level of motivation is not very, very strong. I mean, that's just from my standpoint yeah. as an investor, you know. And also, too, um, they're not really, um, they're not really up on their own market because if they w were up on their own market and knew anything about the condition of their property, they would have priced it properly and it would have got sold. So it doesn't, and they they do need a realtor. Mm -hmm. You know, what I've also noticed sometimes, this is not for all of you who have tried to sell a house by yourself, but for the four, a lot of for sale by owners that I have met are people who think they know a little too much, almost like yeah, my law firm, someone will come in and they'll right. tell me how to practice law because they read about it on the <laughs> yeah. internet. Or, or you know, the, yeah. the, the guy who's treating himself for, for the uh, sore on his arm because right. he went to WebMD. Right. So some of these for sale by owner guys really are know-it-alls in some way right. and, you, and you can't tell them they're wrong. You can't right. tell them their price is wrong, you know? Right. And unfortunately you can't do accurate comps off Zillow or something like that. Like you need to have the access what? to the MLS. I know, Are right? you serious? You mean know, the I'm server sorry. farm in California is not <laughs> going to be exactly right not usually no oh, wow no. i mean there's more that goes into it than just we're going to look at what everything's sold for you have to look right. at the the features in the home and you have to really know that market and um even have access to other agents to discuss the pricing with in right. your office susan in las vegas she watches us at clickorlando.com. susan thank you for watching i'm thinking about moving back to orlando how do you see the market over the next two years fair bloom I think that it's gotten a little better. I mean, we were, I mean, things were just kind of turning and burning. It was, it was, uh, kept me, kept my cardio going, but um, <laughs> it's now, now kind of more a normal market. So you actually can take a little bit of time to decide what you want. You can really go after what you want. I find that a lot. People mm -hmm. are a little pickier and I don't blame them. Um, right. And, uh, but it's still like a growing market. Orlando's amazing. It's continuing to grow. So I think it's a great investment for sure. John Patton, what do you think? Well, I um, recently came here from South Florida. My business was um, all of South Florida. We're still very active there, but I saw a tremendous opportunity here in Orlando, and uh, and uh, I, I I moved up here and started a second location here for that very fact that the market. I'm very encouraged by what I see in in Orlando and Central uh, Florida as an investor. How does Miami compare to Orlando price-wise? Uh, Miami, the prices are they've never been higher. You know, um, and the Miami market in a lot of price points are very stagnant right now. Prices have gotten so unrealistic yeah. that it just, 
It's kind of like flatlining on a, you know, an EKG machine. That is John Patton, Cash Home Buyer Florida. John, thank you for being here, sir. Thank you, sir. And that is Farrah Bloom with Keller Williams over in Winter Park. Excellent job, guys. You're invited back anytime. Thank Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. But most importantly, thank you for joining me today here on You Have Real Estate. If you have any questions whatsoever, the phone number 407-205-0400. Zero, zero people standing by to give you a pre-approval letter today to start that house hunt. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate. If you have a question you would like answered on an upcoming episode of You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark, call 407-205-0400. Are you considering selling your home and would like to have it featured right here on our show? Or would you like to get pre-approved for a mortgage to buy your dream home? Give us a call, 407-205-0400. You have real estate.